Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. This What's On Tap Radio On Demand episode is presented by Cast Branding. Cast Branding supplies breweries, distilleries, and wineries with custom merchandise and branding. A member of the Texas Craft Brewers Guild, Cast Branding is a local-based company that can make your brand stand out with class. Why go out of town or use multiple suppliers for your brand and merchandise? That's just ignorant. Go to castbranding.com, castbranding.com. Enjoy the show. This is about to be good radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> To me, a craft brewer is much more of a mindset. We just opened two cans. So. Uh, spread the gospel of good beer. Tons and tons of stuff going on in the beer world. I love craft beer. I love different people's beers. It's a brewer's favorite. Cheers to the beer geeks and those new to the craft. A what's on tap high five. Woo! High five. <laughs> this is What's on Tap Radio, presented by Arctic Coolers. The official overbuilt, not overpriced way to keep craft beer cool. Now, talking about beer and the culture that flows with it, here's beer guru James Simpson and Beer Logic's Chad Pilbeam. All right, this is going out to all of our educators, teachers, everyone that works in schools, because they're back at work. And this show is dedicated to all of you. Welcome to What's hey, On Tap Radio. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, this is What's On Tap Radio, brought to you by beer guru James Simpson, who's also an educator. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you do a self-fulfilling toast right there? I hereby dedicate this show to me. Oh, by Not the way. Me, but all the and educators, I'm Chad, I'm Chad anybody who works in education, <laughs> who went back to work this week. Welcome to What's On Tap Radio. For the next two hours, we are taking you to happy hour. I am your guru, James Simpson, like Mr. Chad Pillbeam just mentioned, and that beautiful voice you heard, yeah, it was Chad Pillbeam. It was. I'm over here hanging out, and I'm sitting there thinking maybe I should have uh, got a job in the uh, public school system or anywhere in the education sector. Why? Because, well, ladies and gentlemen, this show is for you. Yes, it is. So, like I said, for the next two hours, Chad and I are taking over, over your radio airwaves and uh, talking about what's going on around the old water cooler, but on this show... The keg. <laughs> yeah. Or the bar and by tab. The way, uh, I just want to mention, for those of you who don't work in education, like myself. Hey, this uh, is for you, hey, too. You, you, I was going to say, you and I, we can hang out, and we'll just pretend it's for us, too. Yeah, it's for everyone. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this is a show for uh, to take a break for the politics of the world and what's you know making you mad. Uh, we're going to lighten the mood up a little bit, but before we get underway, we've got to thank some uh, our advertisers, our sponsors. Got to give them love. And when I give them love, I mean, please go out and give them love as well. Because without them, we wouldn't be here. And that being Southern Star Brewing, No Label Brewing, Buffalo Bayou Brewing, Brazos Valley Brewing, Beer Logic Conference and Events, Galaxy Jewelers, The Backyard Grill, Cast Branding sponsoring our podcast, and of course our title sponsor, Arctic Outdoors, because right next to me is a Arctic cooler full of beer ready to go. Yeah, and, and whoa, 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 whoa. I, I got mine. I got mine oh, too. Oh, Chad, you got I'm one too? Up here. Oh, yeah, look I at do. that. Fact, you do. I do. All and, right, and, I, and actually, I, I've got some special beer, but you know, um, 
I don't know who should go first this week because this is brought to the table. The brought to the table the show where yeah, you bring a beer and I bring a beer, and then you know we we talk about those beers because if we're going to be on the air talking about beer, you darn right we're going to be drinking some. Do you beers. really James drink beer going? on the show? Yes, we do. Oh, yes, so we do. Who's going first, buddy? You know what, Chad? I'm going to go ahead and kick things off this week. And what I'm doing this week is a beer. We've brought this beer to the table recently. But I wanted to bring it back for a special reason. And this is a beer style that I really don't love all that much, but I can appreciate. Uh But I'm going to go ahead and bring it for a special reason. And the beer I'm bringing is from our friends, No Label Brewing Company out there in Katy, Texas. Uh, This is fine barley wine. (gasps) What? At 11.3% alcohol by volume. And the reason why I'm bringing this, let me go and crack this. Yeah, you do that. fine barley wine. Woof, maltiness, right? Off the nose. Yum is what that is, fat friends. And I'm going to pour a little bit of like that. barley it, wine. Whew. And you see what glass I'm drinking out of there, Mr. Pilbeam. Oh, that's a water glass. A water glass. What's on tap radio glass? W-O-T-R. By Cask Branding. And uh, the reason why I want to uh, bring this beer to the table, I want to give a special shout out, special shout out to a dear good friend of ours, Logan Respress, who has been with uh, No Label Brewing Company since like the beginning. And uh, he's one of the original OGs. And if you've uh, seen the can, this is Fine Barley Wine by No Label Brewing Company. You would see Mr. Logan on the can. And uh, there's a he's fire there. going on. And he's just like, you know what? This is fine. This is cool. I'm just hanging out. Well, the whole and, thing was during the pandemic. And then it's like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah, you know, the whole COVID thing, the okay. world's burning down. And you know what? We're just going to go ahead and make this uh, barley wine here. And uh, I don't know if you saw on their Facebook page, they updated their banner and they removed Logan from the logo and they updated to say, this is not fine. Yeah. In because, other words, we're going to miss you. Yeah. The reason why I'm bringing it because Logan has now moved on. He's moving to North Carolina. His bride got a nice job out there. So he's... Moving on, and uh, I hate to see him go. It's been a long time. He's been on the, a long time friend of ours, like I said. And he's been on the show multiple times talking about No Label. He's going to be missed, so uh, I am honoring him this week by bringing This Is Fine Barley Wine, uh, No Label Brewing Company, 11.3% alcohol by volume. So that's a good way to start this show off. <laughs> N- nice session beer to kick things off, and I can't believe that I'm saying this, but... Uh, we're actually going to go in reverse order. I can't believe we're going to have to come down from an 11% beer in wow. order to, for me to crack open a beer. I feel like uh, but, there's uh, hair growing on my chest as I take a <laughs> sip of this. I love that beer so <laughs> much. Well, uh, in the same spirit, James, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to dedicate this beer to uh, someone very special. Uh, this is a, a very special person gave me this beer, and it was virtually prepared as, a, and it was it's called virtually inseparable, a triple IPA, a virtual collaboration between Celestial Beer Works and Turning Point Beer, and uh, that both breweries there in Texas. Yeah, and uh, I want to go ahead and say a special thanks to educator James Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> who hooked me up with this when he visited me in Michigan. So well, I'm going to crack this when open. When I visited Chad, and, Chad was like, bring some Texas beer. And I figured oh, I'll bring yeah. two beer, two breweries in one with that one. <laughs> so it's a collab. It is. I and have not uh, had it, though. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're coming in at 10% ABV. There you go. And it is a hazy IPA. And, uh, um, yeah, it's living up to its billing right now as I look at the color. And it poured, actually, very beautifully. And notice the glass I'm drinking in. It's not a water glass. No, no, no. It's oh, not the Sam Adams the Michigan water glass. Uh, Craft Brewers Guild glass. Support local right here. Thanks very much to our friends uh, Tanya and Patrick over at Tantric Brewing Company. Can you give some name drops? Give some name drops. Yeah, we got Logan, the OG, with the name drops. And we got a yeah. couple more name drops here for Tanya. All right. And so uh, in just a minute here, I'm going to take a sip. And then uh, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about these beers. 
beers. Yeah. But uh, brought to the table, I brought the uh, virtual collaboration because, you know, they weren't able to collaborate social distancing. The virtually inseparable triple IPA from Celestial Beer Works and Turning Point Beer. And James, as a tribute to the OG Logan at, over at No Label, brought. This is fine barley wine, 11.3% alcohol by volume. So nice way to start the show off. We are diving straight into the deep end. But uh, I got some uh, some beers in here in this uh, Arctic that can pump the brakes a little bit because uh, we might need to come up for uh, air here. Uh, but uh, speaking of uh, on tap this week, got a lot of stories to get to. A lot of them, including airlines. In Australia, those guys like to party. And uh, what else we got? We're going to talk about COVID, raising cane beer, all this and so much more. So hang with us for the next two hours. Like I said, we're bringing happy hour to your radio dial. We will be right back with the official What's on Tap radio fun fact of the week. Craft beer. It's not alcoholism. It's a hobby. This is What's on Tap radio. Hot enough there for you, Chad? For me, yes. But for my Arctic cooler, it's not even breaking a sweat. So cool. Even under the pressure of summer, which is officially hammering down on us right now. Advanced design and cold retention technology combined to keep ice for up to 10 days. The folks at Arctic have even figured out a way to price these amazing coolers. Yes, they have 40, 50, even 60% below competitive brands. Not very competitive, if you ask me. No question. In the battle of beer versus summer, an Arctic cooler is an ally you want on your side. Yeah, drink chilling firepower. Visit ArcticOutdoors.com. Arctic Outdoors. In celebration of summer, do you know what I want to do? Tubing, soaking in the pool, and drinking beer. Exactly, but wherever I go, my beer has to be cold. And that's why Arctic Outdoors has you covered with a variety of coolers, bottles, and tumblers that keep your beer Arctic cold. That's right, and if things get a little rowdy and we go man overboard, the great thing about Arctic coolers, they float. Enjoy cold beer wherever you go this summer with cold retention Arctic products that ensure you don't have to drink warm beer. Now that's how it's been a summer. Cold beer and fun in the sun. Well said, James. Go to ArcticOutdoors.com, ArcticOutdoors.com. As I open the show, I was dedicating this episode to all our educators, but I also want to dedicate this show to all the parents that are sitting their kids back to school. Freedom! <laughs> uh, Chad, I'm, I'm not good. I am not good about remembering anniversaries, birthdays, and stuff. I'm terrible at it. I don't know how you are, well, but actually, I am not good uh, at it. Fun fact has a little something to do with birthdays and anniversaries. Okay, I, I'm glad I'm, we're, uh, we're setting that up. Because the reason why I say that, I had no idea. Thank you to our wonderful listeners that reached out to us to, well, to wish us a happy anniversary. What's on Tap Radio just celebrated its eighth anniversary on the radio. Woo! Yeah, the beginning of August. <laughs> eight years this show has been on the radio airwaves. So I forgot about it. And then I had listeners, even my mother, because, you know, they have um, Facebook will remind you like, hey, you know, thing memories from, you know, such and such. And a lot of uh, my friends were going, Hey, happy anniversary. And I was like, what are you talking about? My anniversary. Oh, what's on tap radio? Eight years. So thank you for all of our wonderful sponsors who have been here since day one. Uh, no label been here. No label brewing. Can, no label brewing company. Yeah, it's a mouthful. As I drink this barley <laughs> wine. <laughs> uh, Southern Star Brewing Company has been here since day one. Uh, Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. We get the barley wine right out of the gate. And James is like, I can't say no <laughs> label. Up. Up. No label brewing company. Um, but so, yeah, eight years. 
uh, this show has been on. And so um, thank you for all those that reached out. I can't believe it's been a fast, fun eight years. The goal was to do five years, and we we got to that goal. And once we reached five years, I was like, let's get to six, and then let's get to seven. And now that we got to eight, let's get to ten. All right? Let's aim for ten. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I want to aim for 20. But I, I'm, baby I'm all about 11. Baby steps. I'm, I'm about 11 because I want to match the percent ABV on the can of beer that you're drinking that per, that made it impossible you, for you to pronounce. No, no label. label. Coming, yeah, no label. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. And also, Drop a 11, name for Tom, yeah. no label. All right, uh, Tom Painter, no label name drop. But also, 11 is a prime number, and that's why we got to hit 11. Yeah. It's not what does a, that have to do with not anything? Only is it Nothing. 11.3. How about that for a prime number, huh? All right, so we're going to go 11 years and three months, and then after that, show's over. Yeah, so... No, I don't think so. I don't, I'm, I don't stoked, see that happening. I'm stoked that the show has been on as long as it has been, and I appreciate you. All those have been here since day one, and those that tune in for the first time, maybe this is the first time you're checking out the show. Go back and check out check our podcast, here. which is sponsored yeah. by Cast Branding. We've got 11 years for you to catch up on. <laughs> A lot of great yeah, maybe, shows over the years. I was going to say, West Michigan's behind, you know, because they, they're like, wait a minute, we're just now starting to pop up here in West Michigan. But if you, were, if you were to go back and listen to past years, I would start about four years ago and then just work your way up. That, Thanks, way buddy. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I joined. You, you would understand <laughs> if you heard the, uh, the first. Anyway, uh, brought to the table in the first uh, segment of the show, uh, James brought the old 11.3% bar wine which i love and i cracked open a beer that he brought me here in michigan from turning point brewery and celestial beer works the uh, hazy ipa new england ipa which i didn't get a chance to talk about before the break yeah. How is and it? i want to go ahead and well that's how i want to break it down here first of all it's very milkshakey looking and very cloudy it's it's not you know if, if you're one of those haze crazy oh i love the haze look at all that you're going to fall in love with it um head retention is absolutely gorgeous and beautiful but here's the cool thing it doesn't just taste like a uh, 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 chalky uh, grapefruit juice. It actually tastes like an IPA with burst of citrus. So uh, fine job. I think the alcohol being at 10% elevated a triple hazy IPA. Triple, bro. Um, <laughs> this is pretty good. Uh, I, I would, uh, it has my endorsement and uh, I would order it again. I mean, that's really the sign of, a, of, a, of an endorsement. Would yeah. you order it again? Yes, I would. If you're ever filling out a BJCP scorecard, that's Beer Judge Certification Program, and in your final comments, you want to put something nice, put, I would drink this again. A little pro tip for you. All right, Chad. Like I said, school's back in session. You ready to educate? Let's do it. The it official is. What's Let's on learn. Tap Radio Fun Fact of the Week is presented by Beer Chronicle, the authority on Houston beer. You might not be in school, but when you're listening to the show, you're going to get some education. Oh, yeah, you are. All right, Mr. We're Bill going Bain. to be throwing down some learning. Now, before we do, um, I know that a lot of people like to listen to the show and they're driving around or whatever, or they're sitting at home and they got their kids around. And I'm going to say this is a little bit uh, racy and PG-13. So, yeah, can, can we run the disclaimer? Oh, Do we have to run the disclaimer? I run the disclaimer. Hang on. <laughs> Blow the dust off this one. And now the legal mumbo jumbo. Opinions stated by What's on Tap Radio and contributors to What's on Tap Radio are not to be considered as endorsed by this awesome radio station. You are urged to use your own discernment. That's your brain for you dummies. And draw your own conclusions. Please drink responsibly. Cheers. All right, now that we got that out of the way, we can do whatever we want. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, we can say anything. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so I, was, I was doing a little research on this, and apparently October 5th is the most popular uh, birthday in the world. So on October 5th, if you if that's your birthday, well, you I know, chances are you do the math on that. Yeah, 
Yeah, you know why that is? Why is that? Because mathematically, it, it, it comes uh, enough days after New Year's Eve, <laughs> whenever you're making bad decisions. Nine months later. Uh, huh? Both with your, yes, with your alcoholic consumption, as well as um, your uh, 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 sexual inhibitions, which brings us to this week's... <laughs> That's why I said run that disclaimer. It's a little racy here. But uh, doing a little bit of research out here, I was wondering about this, you know, because we've we've heard these stories about whether or not alcohol can improve or really harm your performance. And what if I were to tell you that science has given us the answer? And ladies and gentlemen, we are going to present it for you as the official What's on Tap Radio fun fact of the week. Does alcohol make you any better in bed? Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. What's better than free money? How you choose to spend it, of course. Right now, open a new CQ checking account and we'll give you $250 to spend however you like. Upgrade those headphones, splurge on concert tickets, or maybe upgrade to ad-free streaming. The choice is yours. And extra cash isn't all this credit union offers. Do your banking, build credit, and invest in your future. All with CQ. Visit CQMD.org today. That's S-E-C-U-M-D.org today. Whoa. Sorry, what? Got racy. We got, like, it got really quiet and the whole, like, everybody was like, wait a minute, where's he going with this? Hey, don't, don't look at me. This is science. Well, we know that uh, we, we've, we've done studies on this and fun facts and we've done stories about this where science has proven that uh, a few alcoholic beverages, particularly, you know, late in the night when uh, you can, you, you can lower your judgment and impair your vision and have you thinking you're seeing things you're not. Like, for example, uh, a gentleman who is uh, more attractive than what he really is or a lady who happens to be a little fairer than what she really might be. But uh, science has gone out there and it says it has evaluated that, well, drinking alcohol and engaging in risky sexual behaviors uh, can definitely increase unwanted pregnancy and sexually transmitted diseases. Well, no shocker there. <laughs> we, I think we kind of knew that one. However, well, let me tell you a story how my second born was uh, conceived. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. We got a whole segment dedicated uh, to Jen Simpson. All right. There's a lot of uh, this um, could be good. Uh, IPAs involved. Anyways, go ahead. All right. Well, according to sex expert Dr. Kat Van Kirk, no, he does not know us. Say, does he know us? But, uh, he has determined through science and through numerous studies and, and independent reports. Ready for this? That here it comes. That. Um, <laughs> It men who indulge in the occasional beverage uh, prior to uh, sexual activity uh, experience. Um, how do how do I say this so nicely that we the FCC won't care? Okay, um, delayed release, enhanced libido, uh, more intense uh, blood flow, and increased. Uh, stimulation or sensation in that area. However, there is a point of diminishing returns, ladies and gentlemen, and it does break off and and uh, it does not uh, always continue. So that does not mean that drinking more alcohol will result in even more performance. But 
All things in moderation. And ladies, just so you know, a couple of drinks before you engage increases your testosterone level, something that actually doesn't happen necessarily in men. So your official What's on Tap Radio fun fact of the week is, by the way, happy birthday if you were born on October 8th. (laughs) We know what your parents are doing on New Year's Eve. And... Drinking alcohol and engaging in some, uh, maybe some wild and crazy activity. But meanwhile, according to sex expert, Dr. Kat Van Kirk says that a couple of drinks can increase your overall performance in bed. And that was brought to you by Beer Chronicle. You can find out more about them. Beerchronicle.com. Beerchronicle.com. Interesting. See, I told you you're going to learn something. Have some IPAs. And next thing you know, your wife might be telling you a few weeks later, hey, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened here. All right, this is What's on Tab Radio. Got the fun facts out of the way. Now, we have got to talk about what is going on in the sky. What does that mean? We'll explain. This is What's on Tab Radio. Hang with us. We will be right back. Beer. It's like pouring smiles on your brain. What's on Tab Radio continues. Hey, it's Beer Guru James Simpson from What's on Tap Radio. Summer's the time for backyard barbecues, hanging by the pool, lakes, kicking it with friends and family, you know, making memories. But you also know you're going to need some delicious cold beer to enjoy. And my friend Southern Star Brewing Company out in Conroe, they got that perfect summer lineup. A few show favorites are the newly released Lemon Pie. Dig into this pie-inspired sour ale brewed with lemon meringue flavor. This just tastes amazing and no forks will be needed. Then there's the Southern Brunch. Southern Brunch is a citrus sandy with explosive citrus aroma and flavor. This beer is made for people who don't like beer, but they they will love this one. And I have to mention my wife's favorite, the Mama Rosa Gosa. This Gosa is a bright and lively beer thanks to its brisk, tart flavor profile, subtle saltiness, and aromatic hibiscus spice. Pour a pint and you'll get a mouth-puckering finish that's crisp, dry, and very refreshing. And out now is the Bombshell Pills, a beer for every occasion. This just tastes like a real beer for real people. So whatever your summer activities are, Southern Star Brewing Company has a perfect beer for it. SouthernStarBrewing.com, SouthernStarBrewing.com. Southern Star Brewing, beer for people who like beer. Cheers. to say as somebody that is not a big fan of barley wines i am really really digging this is fine barley wine by no local brewing company so i think when i was in uh, michigan didn't you bring a a, a barley wine to the table and i was like Oof, i couldn't even drink it i had to like pour like a shandy or something but uh I, i'm digging I'm digging this one. 11.3% alcohol by volume. Welcome back to What's on Tap Radio. I am Beer James Simpson. Hanging out with Mr. Biologic himself, Mr. Chad Pillbeam. And uh, just drop some fun facts. Yep, I'm right here. I'm hanging out. <laughs> uh, I, I want to thank our wonderful <laughs> listeners. We have amazing listeners. Like we, we talked about earlier that uh, we just celebrated our eighth anniversary, which, by the way, I forgot. Our wonderful listeners reminded us, hey, happy anniversary. <laughs> uh, but... We love. It's like worse than forgetting your own wedding anniversary. Your I'm wife doesn't bad. sit there and remind you. You're sitting there and you're like, I got listeners. And we have a lot of listeners who send us things, stories I and am. pictures. And we're going to talk about that. But then you got, a, you got listeners telling you that, hey, um, uh, James, you're eight years old. Eight you all grown up. I, I have no idea. I'm so bad about that. But yeah, eight years. And uh, I appreciate you guys. You know, let me know. <laughs> Remind me next year, too, around this time, if you don't mind, if we're still here. Please. <laughs> uh, 
But uh, we've got a number of stories that we're about to get to, including a story that uh, a few listeners have uh, sent us. And <laughs> a I want a few. Yeah, we got like ten. Um, if you want to send us a story, please do so. I don't care if we've received the story or not. Please go ahead and do so because you never know. Stuff slips through the cracks. Uh, how to send us stories is through our social media. You can do so at What's on Tap Radio, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just slide into our DMs. Or if you don't do this social media, we get into social media. Well, what else can I do? Do a self-addressed envelope and send it to... No, I'm just kidding. We don't do that far. <laughs> no, self-addressed, stamp them. <laughs> stamp them. Uh, no, we're go not. to What's on Tap Radio at gmail.com. That's What's on Tap Radio at gmail.com. And send us stories. Just send us a link and say, hey, uh, I don't know if you guys seen this story. And send us a link, including this one. A lot of listeners send us. Thank you very much. Let's talk about our friends in the East real quick. Louisiana. Paris Brewing Company. Been on the show. They're now available in the market. You may have seen Ghost in the Machine on the shelves. But Paris Brewing Company announced a new, ready for this? Raising Canes inspired India Pale Ale. They'll be hitting the shelves. Well, it's already hit the shelves already. It's named, I love the name of this, No Slaw Extra Toast. Now hold on a second, James. I gotta ask this question. I need to know this. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm all right. So, um, raising canes. If I'm not familiar with raising canes, it's a chicken I mean, spot. What, okay, it's a chicken spot. Yeah. This, this to me sounds like the Chick Fil A uh, beer that was done by Evil Twin a while back, where they made beer using actual Chick Fil A chicken tenders. Was it, it Chick Fil A? Yeah, it was Chick Fil A. They did. They. they I did not know that. Chicken tenders. Yeah, because there was a lot of controversy about it. Because some people said, "Why'd you have to use Chick Fil A? Do you? Do, oh. do, are you a bigot?" And oh. I'm like, "Oh, here we go." The controversy behind Chick Fil A. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we're like, "Here we go." How about this? You know, how about why did you just put chicken tenders of any kind in beer? I mean, why didn't beer purists stand up and say no? What well, they did. What actually. was that? Uh, <laughs> what brewery was it that they made the cock ale? Was that Brigadoon? Brigadoon? Oh, so was it yeah, Brigadoon? So, uh, yeah, hey, uh, uh, yeah, that, that's they our made buddy it. Alan Ward. Yeah, Alan Ward, yeah, drop a name for him. Uh, I did, no label name drop. They Boom. made a beer with, with chicken. I don't know how they, I never tasted it, but I heard well, it was I, okay. Yeah, what he did was, is he boiled, so during the boil, they dropped a whole chicken in the boil, and then when it, the chicken was done, it was boiled in the wort, and they ate the chicken, and the chicken was delicious. And, and then uh, they made the beer out of it, and they called it, uh, I think they called it something like Alan's. I think it was like, I don't know if we can say they did the well, FCC. No, if, I, it was, was a, it, I, I don't remember the name of it. I just know it was a cocktail. I don't know the name of it, but right, I never had yeah. it. I never had it. Never had it. But anyways, going all back I, to. All I know is, is they were, they were, he was very cocky about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, Parish Brewing Company. The beer is called No Slaw Extra Toast. And the brewery says this beer is a brand new, innovative twist influenced by Raising Cane's. I love this. Lemonade. The flavor profile is described as crisp, hazy, and tropical. And the IPA is available uh, in their tap room, and it's going to be hitting distro uh, soon. So if maybe you're lucky enough to have Parrish in your market, be on the lookout for the Raising Cane's inspired in your PLL. I'm guessing they have a collaboration with them, because otherwise Raising Cane's would be like... Yeah, we're going to go yeah. ahead and lawyer up on this one. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and send a season assist you know, on this uh, one. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh, the beer just north of there, uh, Carlos Knott, our buddy Carlos Knott. That's a no-label name drop for him over at Bayou Tesh. He's been on the show the multiple times. beer for, uh, uh, what is it, UL uh, Raging Cajuns. That's right, yeah. Did a Raging Cajun That was a good lager. beer. Yeah, nice beer for crawfish. Yeah, nice beer. But Lemon IPA, I'm all in. 
So Louisiana IPA, Louisiana's Brewery Parish out of Broussard, Louisiana, Bruce, uh, Brewing Company announcing Raising Cane's inspired beer. Thank you to all of our wonderful listeners that send us that story. And speaking of wonderful uh, listeners, I know I say wonderful a lot. It's my one of my favorite adjectives. Chad, I'm gonna give a shout out to some of the yeah. listeners. Yeah, I do. I want to thank uh, everybody who sent us the story on the edible six pack holder for, that, <laughs> okay. for saving turtles. <laughs> okay. Oh wait, that's an old story. That is an old. Story. <laughs> that's a running joke. We, we get a listeners <laughs> tuning in all the time, so. <laughs> that's the the story that we've been sent the most. We probably had, if I can count, I'd probably say 20 to 30 times someone has sent us that story. Way more than that. Way more than that over the years. It's like, hey, did you know that there's a brewery in Florida that's making edible six-pack holders so that sea turtles don't choke and die? I'm like, never heard that story. The but second also story Metall- that we get the most? Metallica. Or the second story? Metallica yeah. beer. Yeah, Metallica beer. Exactly. We get those a lot. But anyway, I want to, I've been uh, putting this out there. We've been resurrecting uh, the Facebook Live, the coming up on noon in Tokyo, fun fact of the day on our on our Facebook page. So follow us at What's on Tap Radio if you want to learn a little bit more about fun facts. And by the way, super fan number one, Christine. Does she know us? Is, uh, she does know us. <laughs> yes, she's my wife. So I'll give her a no label name drop. Uh, she's working with me to try and get the Instagram set up. So for those of you who are on the gram, uh, we're going to try and do this simulcast. So we have an Instagram. And get it all set up so that we can give you fun facts. We have an Instagram, but yeah. Chad's trying to do lives on it. And I'm trying and so, to, well, we're trying to do a simulcast on yeah. both at okay. the same time. And we're working on that. And, and, but here's the thing. I put a challenge out there to our listeners saying, Hey, take pictures from our sponsors and let us know when you're out there supporting them, because that way we can throw you some love. So I want to say thank you to the entire Ortiz family, starting with Mario. I mean, Mario has been around a long time. I've known him the longest. So no label name drop for uh, Mario Ortiz uh, over there at the backyard grill. He's one of the OGs and he's got the most plaques on the wall. Also to his brother, there's Dominic and Tony and Tony. He's the, uh, he's the marketing director of the coming up on noon in Tokyo. Always posting the links for me. Appreciate that. They're hanging out at uh, Brazos Valley brewing company and they sent me some pictures. It was awesome. I, I they, love it when they, they, they were I love it when they do that. Uh, yeah, BVB out there in Brenham, they were drinking some beer and then they uh, sent me some pictures of the beer they bought to go. So thanks for doing that. And if you want to send us some pictures when you're out there supporting our sponsors, Hey, We'll uh, throw you some love as well. Yes, we will. Please, and like I said, by supporting them, you support us because they help us stay on the radio, like we mentioned as we start each and every show. Now, there's another way you can stay on the radio, um, and that would be if you could brew a beer and sell it for an exorbitant amount, like maybe... At the LaGuardia Airport. Oh, <laughs> man, I've heard about this. This is So we've flown recently. Did you buy a beer at the airport, Chad? I sure did. Did it run you about, uh, I don't know, $30? It ran a lot. <laughs> it's way more expensive to buy beer at the airport or on an airplane so, than it is anywhere else. What's going on at LaGuardia? Well, LaGuardia, the, well, they, they, got, they got themselves in a little bit of trouble. The Port Authority basically said, um, you need to do an audit on your, uh, uh, your menu there because uh, some people have noticed, in fact, one uh, Twitter user, yeah, some people still use Twitter. Uh, we do. Cooper what's on Lund, Radio? <laughs> yeah, we do too. At What's On Tap Radio. Yeah, that's us too. Uh, he what's fired his name? photo. Uh, his name's Cooper Lund, Does he and know the beer garden at LaGuardia Airport says the prices here are a little steep. Uh, yeah, and, and when the best bargains are Michelob Ultra Draft for thirteen dollars and five cents or Heineken for fifteen seventy five, he's like, wait a minute, um, uh, what's this deal with Sam Adams Summer Ale coming in at twenty seven dollars and eighty five cents? Mind boggling. That <laughs> it was twenty seven dollars and eighty five cents. It is the is the most expensive beer in airline history. <laughs> Turns out, though, it was 
incorrectly posted, and uh, they have since done an audit of their menu. <laughs> you gotta wonder how something like that gets like who types that in and goes, yeah, this is. I think this is. I think this is right. Yeah, no, twenty seven dollars and eighty five cents for one Sam Adams summer ale. By the way, it was seven dollars more expensive than New Belgium Fat Tire, <laughs> and ten dollars more expensive than the regular Sam Adams Boston Lager. Well, they corrected their mistake and lowered it to a much more reasonable eighteen dollars and fifteen cents. Oh, I was going to guess maybe eight dollars, but eighteen dollars and fifteen cents. Eighteen fifteen. So you might yeah, as well just so. keep it at twenty seven at that point. Might as well. It's all an insult. So anyway, thank you everybody who shared that story with us. But LaGuardia got it right. They said it was a typo. Would you spend twenty eight dollars on a Sam Adams Summer Ale at LaGuardia or any airport? Heck no. Probably not. No, I would pass on. All right. Speaking of airlines and airports, we got a lot of stories of the airlines and uh, including the Australians. They're getting crazy. The Aussies are getting nuts. We'll talk about that and so much more of what's on tap radio. Hang with us. We will be right back. And the teacher said, no, Bobby, there's no such time as beer o'clock. Fire that teacher. This is What's on Tap Radio. Hey, folks, it's Chad Pilbeam, the Beer Logic Guy here for What's on Tap Radio, here to tell you about The Backyard Grill. Now, we've been talking about the BYG for a long time, longtime supporters of What's on Tap Radio, home of over 100 different beers and 100 different menu items. They're located out on the corner of West and Jones Road on the northwest side of Houston. Now, big news. Beer with Mark and Chad every Thursday from 4 to 7. Oh, I moved. Guess what? The brew crew still meets. They're there every Thursday, 4 to 7. So it's technically Beer with Mark and Chad without Chad. Hey, they haven't come up with a new name yet, but it's the same great people hanging out, drinking great beer, having a great time. And it's a come and go event. So show up whenever you can between 4 and 7. Leave when you have to. And if you can't make it on Thursday, they're open seven days a week. Great beer. Great food, great service, and all that beer served in beer clean glasses and properly served to you. TheBackyardGrill.com, TheBackyardGrill.com. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. What's the most you would ever spend on a beer at the airport? It's a question posing this week. LaGuardia, apparently a Samuel Adams uh, summer ale going for $28. Would you pay that much? Now, I flew recently, and I was at O'Hare in Chicago, and I think I spent $9, maybe $10 on a Goose Island. I think I spent, I was just there as well, and I think I spent somewhere around $13 for a 20-ounce tall pour of Lagunitas IPA. Oh, I had a, I had a, Goose Island. I think it was like 10, 11 bucks. I can't remember. But it wasn't $28. No. no uh, like it no. was at LaGuardia when they're like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't think I'm anybody was gonna, think, we didn't think anybody was gonna call us out on it on Twitter. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just we'll, we're we'll, just we'll to fix little, this. We'll fix this. We're gonna put a little cheese on that on that on that beer for you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I'm trying to think about what the what's the most you've ever spent on a beer, and I'm not talking about you know one of those rare you know the white whales. You're talking you talking know, about like at a concert rare... or a ball game or something? I think yeah, probably a concert. I I spent uh, one time at the. Uh, Iron Maiden concert at Cynthia Woods Mitchell Pavilion. I spent eighteen dollars yeah. on an art car, uh, Saint Arnold <laughs> art car. Yeah, I spent about I think 
13 maybe $14 on a uh, tall boy of St. Arnold Art Car. Yeah, it was tall so, boy. So what I, I do, I don't get draft when I go to ball games because what happens is I've noticed there's sloppy bartenders, and they'll pour you the beer, right? And then they stick the little bit of the tap into the glass, which is Oh, yeah, they do. Dirty. Don't do Big that. Big no-no. And yeah, then what will happen Cicerone, is... They'll beat you up over that. They'll pound it onto the uh, bar or wherever, and then like some of it will splash. I'm like, dude, you just spilled like $2 of uh, beer in that foam you just spilled. So probably about 13, 14 bucks, but that's a going rate. But $28 is a little outrageous. But apparently the FAA is advising U.S. airports, you ready for this, to seize to-go sales of alcohol amid a recent spike in incidents involving unruly passengers. Now, I've flown a lot. I've never, ever witnessed anybody getting really unruly where they have to, like, land the plane or, like, get an air marshal in there to arrest. Have you ever witnessed anything like that before? Actually, the last time I was on a plane, um, we almost had that happen because there was, uh, and, and I, I'm, I'm laughing about it, and I shouldn't be, but it was a uh, young adult, it was a woman, and she had a panic attack on the flight. And she just lost her mind and started she screaming. screaming. And I was and I and part of me wanted to say, just get her a beer, but I realized this was a medical like she was mentally not prepared to be on a plane and she lost it. But no, I've never seen a sky marshal come on board or take anybody down, but believe I, me. Uh, there's a few p- times I've wished somebody would come on and take somebody down. So the FAA wrote to the airport leaders nationwide advising police to arrest more individuals who are unruly and or violent on flights and ask airports, bars, and restaurants to stop serving alcohol beverages that can be taken through the airport. So they can be taken through the airport, but they can't take it onto the plane, though. Mm, I don't think, I think you can. You can. Well, it depends on the airport because there are certain airports where you're not allowed to leave a certain designated area with alcohol. However, as we all know, everybody carries that personal thermos or their personal coffee cup or they got their Arctic tumbler and they go ahead and pop the top on that and pour their beer in there and then just walk. Oh, it's just water. And nobody, you know, when you scan your little uh, boarding pass, beep, there's nobody who's sitting there who's saying, oh, what do you have in your Arctic tumbler? Um, well... I uh, got a beer. I'm sorry, you can't take that on board. No, you just say, "Oh, it's water." Oh, okay, good. Okay, Nobody, I, nobody's checking. I've you. never. I'm not smart enough to ever have done that. But I have <laughs> bought a beer at a bar in the in the terminal, and then taken it or at a bar at the airport, and then taken it to my terminal and finished it before I got on the yeah. plane. But the FAA investigated a recent surge in incidents involving aggressive behavior on flights, which determined alcohol to commonly be the contributing factor. Several major U.S. airlines have prohibited alcohol sales on board until expiration of mask mandate, which is currently set to remain until mid-September. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna last longer. Yeah, right, it is. But uh, Southwest, when we talked about this, uh, decided to ban flight alcohol sales after unruly passengers allegedly knocked a flight attendant's two front teeth out last June. And alcohol, and alcohol was also reported to be a factor in the incident on a Frontier Airlines flight Remember, this happened late July, which a, a, a young man, 22 years old, I'm not going to drop his name, he allegedly groped two flight attendants and punched a third flight attendant in the face after having at least two drinks on the flight, according to authorities. The, the passenger was duct taped to the seat for the duration of the flight and charged with three counts of battery after the plane landed in Miami. However, the FAA said other incidents haven't resulted in unruly passengers facing criminal charges. 
but it is a problem. The FAA continues to enforce zero-tolerance policy for in-flight disruptions, which could lead up to a $52,500 in fines as well up to 20 years in prison. The agency said it investigated more than 628 possible violations of federal law in 2021, which is the highest total since the beginning they started taking record in 1995. So FAA urges airports to stop selling alcohol to go amid spike in unruly passengers. I have never witnessed a unruly passenger. I have witnessed a medical where they've called for somebody who has a you know any kind of medical background to help a passenger, mm-hmm. but never like where you can get your phone out and start filming it so you can go viral. <laughs> right, yeah. But it's the, like, the, oh, wait, this guy's having a heart attack. Quick, watch. <laughs> no. Uh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, I just, please. I, I don't know. Is there a doctor on board? So with the FAA urging airports to stop selling alcohol to go, does that mean that... You can take it away from, because airports have bars. Does that mean you can't take it from that bar to your terminal while you wait for, or at your gate while you wait for your plane? Or are there airports out there, and I have never seen this, and maybe you have, where you're allowed to board the plane with a beer that you bought at a bar? You know, I I don't know that you're ever allowed to really board it, but I mean, if you're you're creative enough, you can figure out how to get on. I guess so. you don't need to worry about that. But, it's like, it's, I mean, even in even in the airports where they say no alcohol beyond this, this air, it's like, wait a minute. It's kind of like putting up the velvet rope around a pretty car. It's like you still know you're going to reach past the velvet rope. You know, it just people are going to do it no matter what if they really want to do it. And if you're spending $18.48 or whatever the heck I'll it is. I'm taking that on the damn sorry, plane with me if I don't <laughs> That's right. If I spent $28 for a Sam Adams summer ale, you darn right I'm smuggling that thing on a plane. We're going to Cuba, <laughs> man. I'm gold, taking man. that thing with me coming back with some stogies but i got a question on some of this unruly business is uh are, are any of those uh, unrulies uh, members of the australian olympic seven rugby team i don't <laughs> know but man are these guys these. yeah they get out of control <laughs> well but yeah apparently the uh australia's olympic rugby sevens team uh, they were ordered to uh attend alcohol counseling sections after japan airlines Officially complained about their behavior on the uh, flight to Sydney uh, last week, which uh, taking them home from the, uh, yeah, well, let's go home from the Olympics. All right, yeah, we had a good old time. Well, what are we going to do? Well, first thing we're going to do is we're going to take our mask off. Can't do that, sir. Right. I don't know what you're talking about, yeah, mate. I had the mask on uh, on the plane. Yeah, and they got hammered. Hey, you know, pour me a beer, and I'm going to go ahead and go vomit in the, in the, in the loo. <laughs> and they went and got trashed on the Japanese airline and puked in the toilet. They, Maybe, they partied you know, up and threw up all over the airplane. They did. Uh, speaking of Australia, did you hear about these uh, Australian athletes that broke the uh, protocol? Curfew. The oh, curfew. yeah, that's right. Curfew so, and social distancing and isolation. Oh, yeah. So apparently these unidentified athletes were drowning their sorrows after a loss to Belgium in the gold medal match. And uh, they started partying till the wee hours and ran out of beer. And so they headed to a convenience store outside the Olympic bubble. And the athletes were all wearing masks. And no complaints were received, but they broke protocol because they weren't supposed to go outside the bubble, and they got yep. in trouble. Yeah, you know, when you go on a 3 a.m. booze cruise, it's like, hey, listen, we're out of beer. Well, I guess, uh, what is it, like five of them ran off, and they all, and three of them came back with two cases of beer, which makes me wonder, why did three guys come back with two cases of beer? It's like, shop more better. And then the other two guys came back empty-handed. What the heck's wrong with you? Listen, I know you're an Olympian, you're an athlete, but use that thing, that lump that's three feet above your head, man. You know, uh, go ahead, or use that lump that's your, on your head there, uh, that big old brain, that, that cranium there, and do the math. Each one of you can carry 
a case of beer. You're yeah, an we don't athlete. I don't know the story behind that. Maybe they, uh, I don't know, maybe they ran out of money. Who knows? But uh, that is hour number one of What's on Tap Radio, Unruly in the Sky. Uh, it's the first hour. But coming up next hour, we got to talk about Molson Coors might be discontinuing your favorite beer. And uh, we have Hold My Beer and Watch This and so much more coming up in the next 60 minutes of What's on Tap Radio. Hang with us. We will be right back. All right. We're going to eat healthy and start exercising today. Oh, look. Beer. 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 What's on Tap Radio continues. Whether it's a date night, business lunch, or hanging out with friends, Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company is a home run for every occasion. Hey friends, it's beer guru James Simpson from What's on Tap Radio, the spacious three-story, 28,000-square foot brewery and restaurant that overlooks the beautiful Houston skyline. It's open seven days a week, serving up brunch, lunch, and dinner. Enjoy some award-winning pizzas, wings, gourmet burgers, salads, and so much more, and the menu is constantly changing. The new summer menu includes chicken pizza parm tots, smoked beer cheese with birria, watermelon poke bowl, smoked beef philly and i would recommend the dos boot stuffed gulf oysters topped with crawfish and shrimp with a blended cheese trio these are sure to hit the spot oh buffalo Bay brew company also has a great kids menu and make sure to wash it down with one or some of the many delicious buff brew beers or hard seltzers on tap and do yourself a favor grab a pint of the new key lime pie beer a tart key lime flavored blondale with luscious cinnamon lace graham cracker and smooth vanilla for more info including the full menu check out buff brew on social at buff brew and online at buffbrew.com buffbrew.com Cheers. All right, hour number two of What's on Tab Radio starts now. Boom, making it happen. Do, 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 do. Which is presented by Pillbeam Soybean Farmers. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love those guys. But actually, uh, uh, they're out there. They're, they're working the soybean farms really well. But you know who's out there uh, actually working really hard? Brazos Valley Brewing Company out in Brenham, Texas. Love those guys. Uh, yeah, amen, amen. I saw we Cherub Rocks them. making a return. Oh, yes. The Imperial Pumpkin Porter. Man, I got to get my hands beer. on that. You know a guy? Slap me in the face. Yeah, I know a guy. Yeah. Uh, Josh Bass, line one. Where are you, buddy? And yeah, no label name drop for that guy. I uh, want to thank Brazos Valley Brewing Company for bringing us our number two. If you get a chance to swing out there off of Highway 290, doesn't matter which direction you're going. You know why? Because they're off of Highway 290. It runs both ways. Brenham, Texas, Brazos Valley Brewing Company, open Wednesday through Sunday. Get out there and check them out in their awesome tap room. And they do their own food now. And places for kids to run around. Great beers on tap. Tap room exclusives and beer to go. BrazosValleyBrewery.com. Brazos Valley Brewery. And if you do go out, please send us some photos. Please send us photos. Yes. Uh, like uh, like the Ortiz family did. Thank yeah. you, Mario and Tony and Dominic. You know and, who also uh, did that? Uh, our good friends, Brandy Smith and Justin Stapleton. They went out. B. Smith Bryce. and yeah. Justin Stapleton. They went out there. And then they no label us, name drops. Yeah, they, long, you know, friends of the show. They went out and since, uh, sent us some pictures of them hanging out there in Brenham, Texas at Brazos Valley Brewing. So, yeah, please do so. How you can do that? What's on Tap Radio, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can just slide into our DMs. Or if you don't do the social, what's on Tap Radio at gmail.com. So, before we went to the break in the last hour, we were talking about how these crazy Aussies oh, yeah. just got unruly in the air. And They're so, crazy. So much that uh, now they have alcohol counseling going on for them because they got rowdy, took their mask off on a flight from Japan to Sydney, and then <laughs> just 
started throwing up all over the airplane. On the the airplane, airplane. right? Yeah. It was nuts. And then also, now, this is interesting because the Australian Defense Ministry or whatever the heck they call themselves, I read this article, and I don't have the story in front of me, but it's pretty interesting. We We talked about this a while back where researchers end up on the frozen piece of ice called Antarctica for six months at a time. And when researchers from all over the world come together, they basically camp out together and they all bring their own alcohol and all the good alcohol gets drank first because they start with the good stuff. And then by the end, like the last two to three weeks, everybody's panicking is like, okay, all we got is this crap liquor. You know, it's like, you know, a uh, cream to menthe and the swill <laughs> and is left. It's all, yeah, there's just nothing left that's in there. That's any good. Well, uh, Australia, uh, the Defense Administration has said that all researchers from Australia going to Antarctica now have to cut their alcohol rations in half and can no longer homebrew on the frozen ice of Antarctica. Wait, why? Because yeah, they've why? determined. Yeah, exactly. They said, it's like, hey, listen, we're we're stuck here in this frozen piece of ice with penguins and polar bears and stuff, or I don't, I don't know, you know, what other animals are there, but whatever, whales and stuff. Penguins. Nothing but. Yeah, penguins. That's it. We got penguins and and no beer. And they're like, nope, can't do it because one wrong misstep. And guess what? It could prove to be fatal for the team. So they've cut their alcohol rations and what they can take in half and eliminated all home brewing. That's so brutal. Thank you. Yeah, I bet you the Australia Defense Association Administration or whatever the heck they call themselves. I bet they're real fun at parties. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's? Oh, yeah. What you got there? Fun at parties. Oh, I got Mr. a beer. Pilbeam. I got to crack open real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I know where you're going with who's fun at parties, but before, I we, I ran out of beer during the break. And I did too. And this comes from uh, the uh, Beer Logic producer, Fred, here. Uh, Loggers Brewing Company, Shields, Michigan. And this is a beer style that we don't necessarily have a lot on the air, um, but a coffee brown ale. And I don't even oh. want to try and pronounce this. Or like Wait coffee brown ales. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm going to try and say this without getting the FCC in trouble with me. But it's uh, Titabawasi. <laughs> okay. It's actually, it's pronounced Titabawasi. Coffee brown ale, a five and a half percent coffee brown ale. It's uh, producer Fred's, uh, beer logic producer Fred's favorite uh, beer style. And wow, so I'm go I like a good coffee that. brown. All right, All uh, right. Like I said, you know who's fun at parties? Oh, this I guy know. on line one. Let's take that call. Hey guys, I'm Kip, owner of Galaxy Jewelers over here on Sunset Boulevard. I was just wondering, y'all know what time it is? <laughs> uh, hold my beer and watch this, because you know jewelry shines and criminals do not. Love this segment. Amen, One of my favorite amen. segments. Thank you, Kip. Thank you for that. Let's meet 45-year-old James Williams, all right? This guy really knows how to go to jail and lose multiple friends all at once. Does he know us, though? I don't think he does. Okay, so James Williams, he knows how to go to jail and lose friends all at once. All at once. So he was doing some drinking with some friends in, you want to take a guess what state? Not hard. (laughs) Florida. (laughs) Yep, Key West, Florida. Florida, man. Yep, he was with another guy. He was with another guy and two women. It sounds like they were all vacationing together, which is fun. They're all headed back to their hotel around 2.30 in the morning when one of the women passed out. So James, being a gentleman, put her in a wheelbarrow, he found, and started pushing her, which is pretty funny visual if you think about it. 
But then Mr. Williams got mean. He started tossing out insults and then dumped a beer on the woman that he was pushing in the wheelbarrow. So the other guy told him to stop and then they started to fight. The woman who had passed out actually woke up and tried to separate them. But James pushed her and the other woman to the ground. Then he tackled his buddy and started choking him. And then during the struggle, he pulled a Mike Tyson. He bit a part of his buddy's ear off. Cops eventually showed up and arrested James for aggravated battery. It's not clear if they actually found the missing chunk of the friend's ear, but he was arrested. (laughs) So you're hold my beer and watch this. A man in Florida bit his friend's ear off during a drunken brawl. That cannot be real. But then again, it's Florida. It's true. I'm Kip. This is Galaxy Jewelers. And always remember, jewelry shines and criminals do not. Thank you, Kip. He reminds you that jewelry shines and criminals do not. Don't go biting your friends and biting their ears off. Yep, Galaxy Jewelers. Galaxy with an IE Jewelers. And go visit them over on Sunset in Rice Village. And if that story sounds just reminiscent of a certain movie, yeah. Uh, Go watch uh, Animal House. It's straight out of there. He rolls up and drops the mayor's daughter off on the front porch in a wheelbarrow. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so hold my beer and watch this. We got that taken care of. We have got to take a break, but coming up, we are going to talk about how Molson Coors is discontinuing 11 beers, and it might be one of your favorites. Stay tuned no! to find out which one of these beers, or which one of these beers, yes, is what I'm saying, is going away. So what's on Tap Radio? Hang with us. We will be right back. Ladies and gentlemen. Hey, uh, stop trying to make everybody happy. You're not beer. You got what's on tap radio. James and Chad talking about beer. Welcome back to What's on Tap Radio, where Big Guru James Simpson started off the show by saying, Hey, all you teachers and educators out there, this show's for you. And we stretched hey, it out, though, for those we parents that are out. actually sending their kids back to school as well. It's for you, too, because you know what? Your kids are going back to school, and, you know, if you're, uh, if, if, if you're like the layman, you're not, the, you're not out there doing the educating. You know what? The thing is, you're working hard. You work all week, and now you deserve a beer. Thanks for hanging out with us here on What's on Tap Radio, wherever you're listening to us. And hopefully you got a beer in your hand. And, again, let us know what you're drinking. Uh, send us a message uh, Good time to promote social media again at What's on Tap Radio. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or send us an email, uh, What's on Tap Radio at gmail.com. Now, in the last segment there, I, I my pier glass was empty and I had to, I had to restart, man. I was like, hey, wait a minute. I can't, I can't start a segment without a beer. So I cracked one open. Loggers Brewing Company, Shields, Michigan. Thanks, Fred. Um, I still like saying this name, Titabawasi Coffee Brown. I don't even know what Titabawasi means, but. I'm gonna Google it. I'm We're sure gonna find it means it. Fact, great you, coffee brown. I love coffee browns. It's yeah, yeah. They're it's uh, it's Iroquois Indian for great coffee brown ale, <laughs> but it actually is a fantastic beer. In fact, uh, we have a we have an intern uh, working with us from Michigan State University who's in the room. Catherine, look up Titabawasi. By the way, I'm I'm kind of worried about you, uh, you, you heard that. What's that was the middle finger going up? Yeah, well, actually, I'm worried about what's going to show up on her browser after typing in Titabawasi. <laughs> But anyway, that's what I'm drinking here. Uh, nice five and a half percent. Really 
uh, aggressive coffee flavor, but mouthfeel and body uh, quite thin and uh, nice refreshing beer from a, a, a crispness standpoint, but coffee flavor. And I noticed also, James, you reached into the Arctic cooler over yeah. there because your glass was empty. You know, I was hanging out over at Nellyville Brewing Company in uh, Katy, Texas. Like I said earlier in the beginning of the show, uh, our good buddy Logan is moving on to North Carolina, one of the original OGs of uh, Nellyville Brewing Company. And uh, sad to see him go, but uh, Trailer, new brewer over there, uh, came wait, wait, over. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. No label name drop. Yeah, came over from California, and he's just been doing some amazing beers. And uh, one of the beers I'm, I'm loving right now as a beer I'm about to crack is, let me show you this one, Chad. Up, 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 and away! Yeah, when I was up to No Label, I, you know, they had sell beer to go, and I grabbed a case of different beers, one being the This Is Fine Barley Wine, and one of the other ones I brought is the Up, Up, and Away Hazy IPA, which is another uh, great beer. That trailer he is brewing great really great beer that uh cali boy and then they have a new uh mexican lager called taco tuesday awesome beers man <laughs> so loving loving what they're doing over at nileo brewing company you know it's also putting out some great beers uh southern star brewing company so we'll be talking Amen. more about that coming up in uh later shows also but, uh, also real quick since we didn't get a chance to mention it earlier in the show i do want to mention uh thanks to our friends over at the Backyard Grill on the northwest side of Houston, home of the greatest Taco Tuesday ever since you brought up Taco Tuesday. Half-price draft beer where you'll always find No Label Brew and Southern Star Brew. Also over there, you'll find some BVB beer there and Buff Brew. Go out and see our friends at the Backyard Grill. And if you do go out and visit them, remember, take some photos and tag us or send it to us. Like yeah, Chad we'll, mentioned, we'll give you love. Yeah, on the social media. But the Up, Up, and Away, it's a collaboration with Bedrock City Comic Company. And if you see the can, uh, nope. I'll take a picture of this and, of course, post it over social. But, uh, yeah, it's a very comic book-like uh, label. Yeah, if you're not familiar with Bedrock Comics, it is the premier and it might even be the only, for all I know, comic book store in Houston. That's not the only. I know that. I know it's not the only, but it is probably the biggest. It is, and it's very well known in Houston, fourth largest city in the United States. And it might to be do a, a chain. It might be outside of Houston too. I'm not really? exactly sure, but yeah, Bedrock City Comics, up, up, and away, hazy IPA, and uh, man, it's just got some dankness to it. Really good beer. <laughs> All right, good hazy stuff. IPA, India Pale Ale. All right, so James and I, we kick things off here. Uh, we we, we kind of hit the turbo on the show with an 11% and 10% beer to start off the show. And now uh, we're, we're starting to go backwards. Yeah, this we're is slowing 6.4. down here a little bit. 6.4%. Yeah. So, yeah. And one of the things we like to always do is encourage people to drink responsibly and never drink while impaired. Well, there's a new alcohol drink measure. Drink to get impaired. Being, yeah. And get on airline. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Don't get on an airline. And, well, I, no, I'm not going to go ahead and endorse that because we saw what the Australians did. I might throw up all I over just, the plane. I just threw up all over the loo. <laughs> Enough of that. Anyway, uh, there's a measure out there that is uh, uh, basically making it a little more difficult to to uh, get behind the wheel of a car while impaired. And while I'm sitting here, I'm like, yes, I I, I endorse this bill. I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that because I never want to see anybody who's impaired get behind the wheel of a car. Well, it might be um, one so of our listeners, and we don't want to lose a listener. 
Not but our listeners are smart enough not to get behind the wheel. And not only that, but it could be one. Of, it could be any Joe Schmuck who gets behind the wheel and then ends up taking out one of our listeners who's True smart story, enough right? not to drink while impaired. Thank you very much, or a family member, or anyone for that matter. But as, I, as we sit here and we argue about uh, politics, because we're knee-deep in politics here and we're a very divided nation, one thing we can do is rally around beer, and we can also hopefully rally around the fact that we don't want to drive while impaired. Well, there's an infrastructure bill that is being debated throughout Congress right now, throughout the Senate and the House. And, of course, it's being very politicized. And there's a nearly $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill that is being revealed and, and voted on, and it's moving forward. And it has a lot of things in there like nation, national roads, bridges, waterworks, broadband, the electrical grid, and, believe it or not, in the 2,700-page document, an attempt to curb and prevent drunk driving. This now, listen to this. This is going to be an investment in the Jobs Act, which is a provision which would require automakers to equip all vehicles with advanced alcohol monitoring systems. Whoa, hold up. Wait a minute. This is deep. Now we're getting into your car now. It's almost like the government is strapping in right next to you here. Government is, is, is now saying that they need to establish a new advanced drunk and impaired driving prevention technology safety standard which includes a, a passive system inside of every vehicle detecting a driver's blood alcohol concentration greater than 0.08, which is the legal limit right there. Bill's going to be required, uh, if it passes, that the uh, U.S. Transportation Department set up a technology safety standard within three years and gives automakers an additional two years to implement it. It does not specify what type of alcohol monitoring would be required, but there are different possibilities, including a breathalyzer, include also uh, a sensor that reads your blood alcohol concentration through your fingertip and even cameras to verify that it's you blowing into the device. So ladies and gentlemen, there of the $1 trillion, there is $110 billion for roads and bridges, $39 billion for public transit, $66 billion for rail, $55 billion for water and wastewater, and $4 trillion for breathalyzer. We're not a show about math, okay? And there's also billions for airports and ports and stuff, right? Yeah, Broadband yeah, yeah, internet. All, stuff. <laughs> all right, so just so you know, this could be coming that's, down. That's interesting. I can see that happening. I can totally you see know, it. Uh, Fast uh, forward. You know who loves this? Let's look in the crystal ball. I can see this oh, happening yeah. in the future. Amen. You know who loves this, though? Who's that? Uber. Uber. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uber's like, oh, man, do it. Wait, do it. But yeah, did you mention, you, 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 you mentioned can't get a, home. <laughs> there's a mention, there's a, a camera in there to make sure that it's you blowing into the breathalyzer and not somebody else. Because I told you about my buddy in college who had one of these in his car, <laughs> and then he would be like, hey, are you sober? Can you blow in this? <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, for the record, never blew into it because I was also that's, with that's, that, that, that's like the 40-year-old virgin. Hey, have you been drinking that? No, I haven't. Here, blow into this. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, he did. He he would ask people, hey, uh, are you sober? Uh, yeah, why? Do you mind blowing into this breathalyzer because uh, I can't start my car? But I can see this happening. I can definitely see this oh, yeah. happening in the future. The measure to require alcohol monitors in all new cars. Ooh, think about yep. that. Yeah, I know. That's like it's, it's it's almost like Big Brother's getting involved in everything, and it, it's really hard for you to stand up and say, "I don't like this." It's like, wait a minute, you don't like? Yeah, it's kind of hard. To keep to, you better have your facts straight if you're going to stand up and argue against Big Brother putting a device in your automobile. It's like it's my right. Uh, it's, is it really your right to get behind the wheel impaired? Uh, 
don't no, think so. No, it's not. Don't do that. All right. So, yeah, we're going to keep our eye on that one because that one, I can see that happening. We have to take a break, but we still have a lot to get to, including Molson Coors is doing away with some of your favorite beers. You're like, no, which ones? No! We'll tell you. It's What's on Tap Radio. Hang with us. We will be right back. And now your weekend forecast. A 100% chance of beer. You've got What's on Tap Radio. If you're going to San Francisco Speaking of talking and looking into a crystal ball, I called this. I called this a long time ago. Yeah, you did. Welcome back to What's on Tap Radio. I predict Where this. if you don't have, you know, I just want to say, if you don't have your COVID vaccination, you can still listen to the show. It's okay. Yeah, you can. <laughs> but, but I, I, I predict That's this. fine, too. I predict this. You can go back and check the tape. How can you do so? Wherever podcasts are found, our podcast sponsored by Cask Branding, who does all our branding. Uh, go back and check the tape. I said this is going to happen. So customers who want to order a beer in some San Francisco bars are now going to have to show proof of vaccination at a number of the San Francisco bars. Now, we heard a little bit about this already. We didn't talk about it on the show, but we heard about it in the news over in New York, the opposite coast. There are a lot of establishments universally going to be requiring this. Um, now, all of a sudden, go to the West Coast and in San Francisco. How many bars are... I, I, I saw a number. I'm trying to remember. Where is see if I can find There's it. a number of them, but customers who aren't vaccinated may drink indoors at participating bars if they provide a negative COVID-19 test from the last 72 hours under the Bars Alliance strategy. However, it is an optional plan. Individual bars in San Francisco group may choose to follow or disregard the plan. But the decision is based solely on the need to protect their workers, customers, and their families. However, they hope it might also influence some who have yet to receive the vaccination to get the vaccination if they haven't done so. But I call yeah, it this. looks like over 500. Yeah, it's like fi- over 500 bars now. I'm, I'm noticing. Yeah, that, nearly. Oh, yeah, that's number. what it is. Nearly 500 San Francisco bars may check customers' COVID vaccination status. Now, I chose to get vaccinated. If you didn't, that's, that's up to you. I use Purell. It's a, it's totally up to you, all right? <laughs> I'm sorry. but Some people don't find that joke funny at all. <laughs> but when they hand me my vaccination card, it was just a card that was laminated and had my name on it. And when I took the vaccine and the date, something anybody can do on their computer. And so what's happening is a lot of these businesses are starting to require their employees to be vaccinated. And so they're buying these vaccination cards on the black market. I predicted that as well. Just saying. Yeah. But you're going to start. I'm not, see- I'm- so w- are you going to start seeing vaccination cards kind of have that hologram look like driver's license because they're easy to duplicate. You can make these any kid with a printer or anybody with a printer and a lamination can make a vaccination card. Uh, uh, but so, yeah. Is, I, so I, you walk this in. This is the world that we live in now where we have to have this discussion about, you know, I mean, first of all, no, I don't think anybody anticipated or really wanted. I mean, I know you said you predicted it and you did. Well, uh, I predicted that nobody, business or companies will start requiring employees to have vaccination cards 
and, and fake vaccination cards are going to come out, right? Yeah. But but I don't think I, I mean there's not a single person no no matter where you are in this argument you got a beer in your hand right now you're listening to this show and you didn't think wait a minute am I really going to be here in 2021 having a discussion about whether or not somebody could produce a fake vaccination card in order to order a beer or whether or not I'll be sitting next to somebody with a fake vaccination card. This is something we didn't anticipate. Well, when we were this- hopping around at breweries in Michigan, I remember um, one brewery in particular asking us, uh, you guys vaccinated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, come on in. I, I mean, I had my vaccination card with me, but they didn't ask me to produce it. But it's just one of those things like, hey, you guys vaccinated? I got an Uber. The guy asked the same thing. You've been vaccinated? Uh, yeah, I have. Okay, cool. Like, what if I said no? He's going to be like, no, you can't ride in my share? I don't know. But oh. I predicted that businesses, uh, especially bars and restaurants, will start requiring you to prove that you've been vaccinated by showing your vaccination card. You know, I feel like such a daggum boomer right now. We're having these conversations I never thought we'd have. We've been talking about cryptocurrency, something I do not understand. And, uh, I, you know, Jason Seifert, who's tried to explain it to me multiple times over the backyard grill, no label name drop for that guy. And then, you know, speaking of trading and cryptocurrency and all this other stuff, Gen Z seems to have it figured out, or do they? <laughs> because a new study has come out on Gen Z that says uh, 59% of Gen Z investors have uh, done a, a trading of stocks and, and shares. Let's just say an impaired state. Oh, wait, let's just go ahead and admit it right now. 59% of Gen Z investors have admitted to trading on the stock market completely wasted. Yes. Uh, wasted. If you know anybody who's... Str- yeah, like hammer drunk. Oh, so okay, they're so not drunk texting anymore. Now it's drunk trading. Yeah, right. Yeah, what's interesting, though, is 32% of, of all investors have traded while drunk, but 59% of Gen Z investors have, have traded hammered. And even more interesting, it's like, oh, I didn't know this, but apparently 85% of Gen Z investors uh, said that they have made a trade they have regretted, which I know we're not a show about math, but if 59% did so while they were hammered and 85% did so that in, in, a, in a decision that they regretted, that means 26% of Gen Z investors made a regretful trade sober. <laughs> so I've done the math on that one. So really if, if you don't know a Gen Z, uh, the birth years are in the early 2000. Oh, okay. yeah. Apparently you got to be younger than 24, but I guess older than 21 because they were drinking legally. Right. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> they admit, or at least they admitted to doing this on, <laughs> on this study. Anyway. Um, yeah. 66% of these trades have been made impulsive or emotionally charged. And then they later regretted their decisions. Uh, isn't that the case though? It's like you never you never hear anybody say, "I made an impulsive and and, and emotionally charged decision." Well, when Man, you go to I'm like who, who hasn't gone to Amazon <laughs> after you know a few beers and started bu- pulling the trigger on stuff and stuff starts showing up like, "Ooh, yeah, I forgot I bought that." <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't I drunk mean, an Amazon, like, right? It's not like you got or don't drink drunk. an Amazon. Yeah, it's not like you got drunk and drank a bunch of beers in Canada on New Year's Eve and change your name to Celine Dion. Oh, that was a good story. Oh, wait, that did, that did happen. happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that story. But that's interesting. So lazy. Who knew that uh, we would have to come down to this, that uh, there's a study about how many Gen Z's are uh, saying they're trading while they're hammered. Now, we do have to mention, to, to be clear, 
to be clear, <laughs> to, to be the clear. surveyed uh, of the U.S. consumers and of investment accounts, these were actually just amateurs, not people paid to work in investment portfolios. So that's a little disclaimer. That Everybody's an expert. Yeah. Everybody's a freaking expert. That these were just amateurs, <laughs> not professional investment uh, traders. Freaking amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Walter. Yeah. <laughs> Walter Subchuck. <laughs> All right. So All right. Uh, we got to talk about this. It's rough news for beer drinkers who like to get buzz on a budget. Speaking of oh, I'm going to cry right now. I, I this, this story is the saddest story of the week. We got to end the show on a high note, but let's get this over with. Molson go, Coors, go. I'm going to cry. Molson Coors just announced they're uh, retiring 11, 11 different economy beers because they just haven't been selling well. Not because it tastes garbage, just because they haven't been tasting all that well. The ones you might recognize are Milwaukee's Best Premium. Fine. Keystone Ice. Fine. Miller High Life Light. Fine. Steel Reserve. <laughs> no! No! Heavy! Hashtag heavy. Other no. versions of these beers, uh, like Keystone Light and Milwaukee's Best Light, will, will be still available, though. Uh, the rest of the beers they're cutting are Ham Special Light, Mickey's Ice, Henry Woodard's Private Reserve, Ice House Edge, Magnum, Old English HG 800, Key Lifeful, a fruity version of Keystone Light that launched uh, last year. We talked about that on the show. So Molson Coors is retiring 11 beers, including Milwaukee's Best Premium and Keystone Ice. I think just do away with any beer that has ice in it. They're, they're getting rid of Steel Reserve 211. Yes. That's that's Uncle Heavy's beer. Was that his, Sorry. Did we have that on the show? That, we did, didn't we? We did. Heavy. That's right. Heavy Kevy, my uncle, rest in peace. That was his beer. And every year, I crack it open. And now, I need a moment of silence. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right, thanks. All right, I, I got my moment. That was it. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Molson Coors is discontinuing 11 beers, including Keystone Ice and Milwaukee's Best Premium. So, these might be some of your favorites. So, you might be spreading the word. That, uh, hey, get those ice beers. But I don't think I've ever had an ice beer. I was like, man, this is the best thing ever. Ice beers are just it's actually, terrible. It's actually the first quote-unquote craft beer, <laughs> micro beer. Actually, it wasn't even that. Uh, let me, here, I'll put it in perspective. When I was in college, Molson Ice was the first beer that I drank, and I went, huh. It's pretty good. No, <laughs> and no. Yeah, way. it was. I had I had an MGD, and I was like, "This is terrible." And then I, I got my first beer buzz on an MGD Miller Genuine Draft, not Miller Genuine Draft Light, not Miller High Life Light, but I got an MGD, and then I switched over to Molson Ice, and then I was like, Poof, "Boom!" And then then I realized what garbage it is. What is Old English HG eight hundred? I have not had that one. I've heard of Old English eight hundred, but what's the HG? Anyways, high gravity, baby. Oh, that's what it is. High gravity. Okay. All right, we have got to take a break. Coming up in the last segment, we have a feel-good story, and I just got, someone just passed me a note and said, we have a rip from Reddit. All coming up in the last segment of What's on Tap Radio. Hang with us. We will be right back. After reading about the evils of drinking, we made up our mind. We're going to stop reading. What's on Tap Radio continues with James Simpson and Chad Pilbeam. 2021 is the year we get back to live. That's right. The KD Wild West Brewfest is back. Put on by the KD Rotary Club, the Wild West Brewfest is 100% volunteered, run and organized with 100% of the proceeds going to charity. Celebrate going back to live and drink great beer for a cause. You'll have hundreds of beers to choose from and even more with the VIP experience. 
you know that's going to sell out. Always does, and that's because the Katie Wild West Brewfest is consistently named one of the best beer festivals in the country. It's totally awesome. Yep, and the three-day event starts Thursday, November 11th with the K-Town Throwdown. $5 beers, food trucks, live music, and you get to hang with the local beer community and no cover charge. Friday is the launch party. You don't want to miss on this limited ticket event for three hours of exclusive beer tasting. And then Saturday's when things get wild and the Wild West Brewfest rolls out over 500 different beers. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, November 11th through the 13th at Katie Mills Mall. Get your tickets online at wildwestbrewfest.com, wildwestbrewfest.com. Last segment of this week, What's on Tap Radio. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're going to be dedicated this show to all the educators, uh, all those that work in the ISDs that went back to school, went back to work, and those that send their kids back to, to school, and just those that just like to hang out and have a good beer and talk about good things. Is that why you, you, you got Jerry Reed out of there singing, uh, we're going to do what they say can't be done? All, to all you educators out there. <laughs> no, 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 no. You it, got it has your to tie with our feel-good story of the week before we get to our rip oh, from Reddit. But uh, people say oh, yeah. that love will make you do crazy things. Rarely oh, is the man. next sentence like, I don't know, drink a 50-year-old can of original Coors. Love will find a yeah, way. But there's this sweet lady named Diane. I'm not sure if she knows this or not. But she talks about this she incredible doesn't. story with her and her son about their journey with an eight-ounce can of beer it's been through and the travels they made with it. See, Diane married her husband. Eight-ounce can? Was, you said eight-ounce eight can. Eight-ounce can, yeah. Eight-ounce can. So that must be really, really old because they don't make they don't make eight-ounce cans anymore. anymore. See, Diane married her husband, Ed, back in 1971. But since Ed's family wasn't able to attend the ceremony, they traveled to... His home state of Colorado soon after. See, back then, Coors was still a local brand, unavailable in other parts of the U.S., and clearly Ed felt a connection to the brewery. She says, I just remember Ed pulling out and saying, we'll drink this beer on our 50th anniversary. And as the family moved around, the small anniversary beer came with them. It went from Wisconsin to Minneapolis to British Columbia to Rapid City to Chamberlain to Maryland and back to Vermilion, which were the family eventually settled in South Dakota. But sadly, after battling an aggressive form of lung cancer, Ed passed away in 2016, just five years short of their golden anniversary, leaving the beer mm. from Golden, Colorado unopened. But his son, Ben, promised his dad the beer's travels wouldn't be in vain. So on February 14th, of 2021, Ben and Diane opened the 50-year-old Coors and enjoyed alongside a fresh can of Coors Light. So they had the banquet and a fresh can of Coors Light to compare the two. The can was so old, it required an actual can opener, but the five-decade beer was still carbonated. And as for the flavor, it certainly had gone through its uh, you know changes, but they said it still tasted pretty tasty and it tasted sweet. So it wasn't full of crap like they thought it would. It was actually pretty decent. So Coors caught. I thought it was like a dregs. Yeah. yeah. And it actually holds up pretty good. Basically, all the hops died out and it was just malt. But Coors caught wind of this and sent Diane a Coors banquet beer cake with a message. Cheers to 50 years and no word how long they're going to uh, 
plan to save that cake, but uh, <laughs> a yeah. South Dakota woman <laughs> drank a 50-year-old can of Coors in honor of her late husband's wish. <laughs> that would have been something. It's like, hey, thanks for the cake, Coors. We're going we're gonna to hold this out uh, for the 100th anniversary. <laughs> I know he's not here, but I'm holding out, man. That cake's going to hold uh, Maybe the sun would, but uh, how cool is that? They, you know, they were going to drink this beer that on their 50th cool. anniversary. Unfortunately, we lost him he, to he cancer, but she honored him. With uh, you know his son and uh, drank it on the fiftieth anniversary. I'm not sure how I feel about the fact that they they drank this fifty year old Coors Banquet beer next to a fresh Coors Light. But I will say this, you know, I, I thought it was interesting, somewhat poetic, if you will, that they were saving uh, the beer from Golden, Colorado, for their Golden anniversary. You like that, right? Isn't that cool? I'm Dave. I'm Dave Ward. Good night. <laughs> Leaving the beer. From <laughs> Always end on a high note. Oh, man. All right. Well, speaking of ending on a high note, uh, you guys ask for it. You guys like this segment, and I dig into the old interwebs. It's time. James? Rip from Reddit. We save it to the end. So, you know, those of you who hold on for the whole show, including you teachers out there who this show is dedicated to, here we go. Rip from Reddit. Reddit is an online uh, platform where you can go ahead and post questions and comments. And those who subscribe to those threads and those uh, links, you can go ahead and provide your own commentary. Uh, the views expressed here from Ripped and Reddit, this segment right here, do not express the views of Chad Pilbeam, James Simpson, anyone affiliated with the show, our sponsors, or any of our affiliate networks. Now, with that said, basically, this is just the savage internet. And here's what was posted on Reddit. It said, and it was an article, and it said, thanks to climate change, beer will go the way of bees, chocolate, and coffee. A recent and very dire United Nations report on climate change made clear that the rising global temperature posed catastrophic events in the unforeseeable future, or rather the foreseeable future. And the study found that climate change is likely going to lead to shortages in bees, coffee, chocolate, and beer. Now, if anything has ever been politicized <laughs> and divisive, climate change or <laughs> calling it climate change from global warming, well, here it goes, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. These are the comments posted on here. This, again, not James Simpson, not Chad Pilbeam. Here it is. Uh, first one here that I grabbed here. Climate change doesn't matter. If we kill all the barley, we'll learn to brew with whatever survives. It's true. In prison, they drink pruno. Yeah, brew with dandelions. That's they will. That's right. Um, all right. How about this? Uh, we're a nation of drunks that want our alcohol. This is clickbait and scare propaganda. There will always be beer. Another guy says, I agree with that. This article is hair on fire. Alarmist at best. Complete bullshit. Whoa. At worst. Whoa. In any event, if we can't brew beer, which is now historically understood why civilization was formed in the first place, not the other way around, we've got bigger problems than being able to crack open a cold one at the end of the day. Things will be so messed up that we'll be out of our ear hole. Wow. <laughs> Man, people are just All right. fired up. I know people are fired up. How about this? Bees aren't declining. You don't need to worry about bees. Bees aren't declining because of climate change. There was a Russian new beekeepers many years ago, and uh, they're no longer doing beekeeping, and thus there are fewer bees. Don't worry. There'll be plenty of beer and mead for those of you concerned. And if you were worried about bees, well, look at almond farming. Oh, wait a minute. This whole thing just took a sideways thing. Look at almond, almond farming. farming. Almond farming is killing bees. Yeah, almond farming kills bees and beer. And the guy says, how do you figure it kills beer? He says, because you can't spell 
beer without B E E. Now I hate all. Now I hate almonds. And then somebody says, "Yeah, almonds. They're being fascists." Whoa. <laughs> and they're like, "Whoa!" whoa. <laughs> like all of a sudden, now this whole thing turned into a thread about hating almonds. And somebody says, "This is supposed to be a beer page. How did it turn into the Sturges rally for bees? And when does Smash Mouth take the stage?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. They effed up when they rebranded global warming to climate change in order to be less scary. They should have called it, your children will die choking on dust that was once in a river. Whoa. Man. <laughs> oh, so calling it global warming, they should have called it Al-Qaeda of the sky. Good call, Some said somebody. It's terrorists that kills beer and infidels. <laughs> Gosh, this is over the this top. This is over the top. Oh, my gosh. Uh, all right. Uh, let's jump ahead here. Uh, somebody says that global warming, it was rebranded because every winter some douchebag would uh, look out there and say, hey, look, it's snowing. Uh, global warming. Somebody says that's a straw man argument. I remember when a Republican took a snowball into Congress and he said, yeah, see, global warming's not real. That was a snowman argument. And another guy says, exactly. My Alaskan friends, you know what? <laughs> they, every time they're like, there's plenty of snow here and another guy argued with him and said climate change isn't real there's ice in my refrigerator checkmate atheist (laughs) (laughs) over the top all right this one here the guy says who cares about climate change oh yeah i bet he's got lots of friends here (laughs) he took a beating who cares about climate change and then you read what he says it's pretty good with the pandemic the future of beer replaces barley with unemployment it's dry hopped with coronavirus and filtered through a cloth mask the guy says as long as they don't serve it in a frosted mug and i can still get drunk that's cool (laughs) that's cool (laughs) respect (laughs) uh this one here hits a little close to the heart here this one you know some of our friends over in boulder oh this one might hurt here we go uh rebranding global warming to climate change well that's kind of like the Brewers Association changing microbreweries to craft breweries. When the term doesn't fit your narrative, you change it. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jim Cook, line right. one. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to wrap this thing up here. Here we go. And somebody finally said, you know, climate change is going to cause beer prices to go up. And they said, no, the rising price of beer has nothing to do with climate change. It's a social experiment to see how much neck beards will pay for a four pack of unfinished beer with a 15 minute shelf life 15 bucks they're still buying it raise it to 20 they're still buying go to 25 better go to 30 eventually they're gonna have to make a decision on whether to buy a four pack of slushy fruit juice and glitter or a new fedora and that will be more crushing than any climate change and that is ripped from reddit and that is this edition of what's on tap radio (laughs) or spend 28 dollars at a beer at airports Thanks for checking out the show. Also want to thank our wonderful sponsors that allow us to stay on the radio each and every week. That being Southern Star Brewing, No Label Brewing, Buffalo Bayou Brewing, Brazos Valley Brewing, Beer Logic Conference and Events, Galaxy Jewelers, The Backyard Girl, of course, sponsoring our podcast, Cast Branding. And right next to me is my Arctic Cooler. So I want to give a special shout out to our title sponsor, Arctic Outdoors. So for Mr. Beer Logic, Chad Pillbeam, I am Beer Guru James. I'm saying thanks for checking out what's on tap radio. We hope you enjoyed and we hope to see you back on the radio airwaves next week. Pablo!